Episode 5. We are looking at lesser-known end-time signs. Clues, indicators that the last days of our era are approaching. We have seen the command to abstain from the eating of meats, and that the culture will be marked by false accusers. Today we will look at anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism is hostility, prejudice, and discrimination towards the Jewish people. As a kid in school in the 1970s, World War II was one of the first historical things I remember learning that didn't involve Indians. I loved Indians. I remember this because of an image. It was a picture of a Jewish prisoner in a concentration camp. I didn't know how he was alive. He looked like a skeleton with skin stretched over his bones. I remember thinking, how could people do this to other people? So for my brain to handle it, I thought, well, that was a long time ago. We are better and more civilized now. Sadly, now when I think back, it was only 30 years from that day when I was in fourth grade that the photo was taken. Just 20 years before I was born. To put this in perspective, that's closer than the year 2000 is from today. The Holocaust killed over 6 million Jewish people. The concentration camps, the human barbarism, evil on such a grand scale changed our world. A Nazi is a personification of evil to us. People think of Hitler as the most evil human surpassing Judas Iscariot. Society used to label people as a Judas. Now they will call you a Nazi or a Hitler as an ultimate insult. A phrase was adopted in the world as we learned of the atrocities towards the Jews. We vowed, never again. But 78 years later, it's happening again. In Matthew 24, in what's called the Olivet Discourse, the disciples asked Jesus, What shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Jesus gives us things to watch for. Deception, false Christs, war, rumors of war, nation against nation, famines, pestilence, earthquakes. Then, verse 8, he tells us, All these are the beginning of sorrows. Jesus next gives us a key timing word. After wars and rumors of war, after famines, pestilence, earthquakes get our attention, verse 9 says, Then... Once those boxes are being checked, then look for this. Matthew 24, 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. We tend to read that as only Christians. And yes, Christians have been, are, and will be persecuted. But we also need to remember Jesus was addressing a completely Jewish audience in Matthew 24. Matthew, as a gospel, is aimed at or written for reaching a Jewish audience. The disciples were all Jewish, and that's who he's talking to in Matthew 24. He's not talking to Christians. He's not talking to the church. That hasn't happened yet. And as we have the benefit of history, and we know that Christians and Jews are usually persecuted together. Six million Jews died in World War II. But anywhere from 3 to 7 million Christians were killed by Nazis as well for opposing them and hiding Jews. Genesis 12.3 says, I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. God is speaking of Israel. So Christians support Israel because God commands it. Psalm 122 verse 6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So we are supposed to. 
Another verse says in Zechariah 12, verse 3, I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Jewish issues are world, global issues. But God warns, those that mess with Israel, he will cut in pieces. Egyptians, Assyrians, Babylonians, Medes, Persians, Greeks, Romans, all took a shot at world dominance. All attacked Israel while they were in power. They are accounted in history, but their splendor is gone, and so were many of them. They have faded away, and others have sprung up, and they have now vanished. Yet Israel, the Jews, are still here. God keeps his word. Israel, as a nation, is being punished for forgetting God, for rejecting their promised Messiah, and for having him murdered. In 70 AD, God allowed them to be kicked out of their land. But God's not done with the Jews. He promised to put them back in the land and regather them and ultimately restored them. He put them back in the land May 14, 1948. But they still aren't right with God. They are not spiritual as a nation, embracing their Messiah. Sadly, they will be persecuted badly until they do cry out for Jesus. Know this, attacks to kill them and wipe them out are satanic. In Revelation 12, 13, the dragon, is, the dragon is Satan and the woman is Israel in this passage. And it tells us that the attacks on Israel are satanic at their core. The dragon persecuted the woman. We can read that. Satan persecuted Israel. We see that when we really look at it. From Haman to Hitler to Hamas, anti-Semitism in all its forms is satanic. Our world, with all that's seeking reparations, the woke agenda promoted everywhere seeking racial justice to be awake to racism, it would seem our culture today could in no way embrace anti-Semitism. Yet after the horrific surprise attacks on civilians in Israel on October 7th, cries and rallies around the world have gone out to kill the Jews, remove the Jews, to say that Israel has no right to protect themselves. Posters about the over 200 hostages taken are being ripped down in America. Chants of, from the river to the sea, from the river. which means Israel needs to be removed, meaning not to exist, because that's who's in between the river and the sea. Palestinians' charters call for the destruction of Israel. Evil and satanic influence is being manifested before our eyes. Satan cannot defeat God. Satan is a created being. God is the creator. It's not an even match. It's no contest. So to hurt God, Satan attacks those whom God loves. So he attacks Christ's bride, the church, and those who God chose as a nation, Israel. A weak example, but we can see this in the Superman story. No villain can harm Superman. So they attack Lois Lane or Jimmy Olsen, those whom Superman loves. So to hurt God, Satan attacks those whom God loves. Since I began writing this episode, anti-Semitism has increased. I fear we have crossed a point in God's timeline that should be opening our eyes to the fact that it is later than you think.